This is the Pick and Pop Podcast. Yo, welcome back, everybody. This is the Pick and Pop Podcast. It has been a few months since our last recording, but my name is Jacob Phil, and with me, as always, via FaceTime, since he's all the way up in Washington State, is my good friend and co-host, Zach Oates. What's up, Zach? What's going on, Jacob? Excited to be back. Um, I guess you can call this season three of the Pig and Pop podcast. We're in summertime. It feels like it's been a very, very long time since we've done podcasts, but dude, I'm excited. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I'm excited too. I think, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to be back in the swing of things of recording podcasts and talking some sports, talking some pop culture, and just kind of uh, giving the people what they want, you know? Yes, sir, dude. I, dude, season three is our breakout season. I can feel it. We started to get, you know, we, every once in a while we, we build up on the listeners. I feel like season three is our, our coming out parties. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, um, anything you want to talk about before we hop into stuff, Zach? Uh, yeah, I actually did have a couple things. Um, so, you know, everybody's home for summer right now. Um a lot of time, nobody's really together and seeing each other in person like they are during the school year. So oftentimes that means social media is a little bit more popping than usual. Um, so I have been spending a lot of time scrolling the social media as I do not have a full-time job yet. I'd start that in a few weeks, unlike yourself. Um, <laughs> so I, I've been, I've been, you know, looking at a lot of different things. And one of those things is uh, NBA social media and NBA um, television. So the other day they just did the NBA rookie picture day. And they were asking a question to each of the NBA rookies that I thought I wanted to ask you on the podcast, actually. Okay. So the question okay. is, you have three rappers, J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. Who got to go? And, and before, before you answer, I just want to say that one of these was picked by everybody. Everybody that they interviewed picked the same person for who got to go. So I'm, I'm curious to see if you're going to pick the same one. Okay, so let me just make sure I understand. So the question is... There are three rappers. It's J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and Drake. And I have yes. to pick one of them to like get rid to of. To leave. To, to get rid of, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's like whichever one I like the least, basically. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And and you're saying that when they asked us to the NBA rookies, then they all picked the same person to leave? They all, they all well, they were interviewed individually, and they all ended up picking the same one. They, they, were, they all gotcha. were like, okay. oh, this is very tough, but they all ended up settling on the same one. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, to be completely honest, that is not that tough of a question for me. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I would definitely have to say, I, I mean, as much as it pains me and as much as I do like this artist, I would have to pick Kendrick Lamar to go. Mm-hmm. And do you think that this is who was picked by the NBA players as well or no? Um, I don't know. I I definitely do not think that the NBA players picked Drake to go because Drake is too popular and like just too hyphy right now. Uh-huh. Like I definitely don't think that everyone was bashing on Drake. Um, I feel like it might have been J Cole just because you know he's a little bit more unorthodox when it comes to some of his music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I'm pretty sure that most of the NBA players said that they would get rid of Kendrick also. Well, you were correct. Let's go. All of the NBA players pick Kendrick as well as you. So yeah, looks like you looks like you have some good taste. I guess so. I guess so. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I think it's a tough question because when you're asking me which one I, I want to get rid of, it's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't really want to get rid of Kendrick, but I listen to but you Drake, I, I listen to Drake and J Cole way more than I ever listen to Kendrick. Yeah, and I think part of that might be because Kendrick doesn't put out a whole lot of music. Like, it's been a long time since we've heard anything from him. That's true. That's so, like, really that true, that might yeah. be part of it. Like, like if he and it's the rookies, so it's the, the newer generation. Maybe exactly. if you ask some players that were a few years older, maybe they don't say Kendrick. Right, right, yeah. Um, but, but Kendrick has some good music, so it pains me to say it. But, yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely have to get rid of him there. Okay, okay. Who would you pick? Um, who, who would you pick if you had oh, to pick it? That's tough. I mean, I'm not as much of a diehard rap fan, but... I guess if I had to pick one, dude, I don't know. That's tough because like I'll go through little phases when I am listening to rap. Yeah. Like who I, and I always listen to the same person kind of over and over. Yeah. I don't think I would pick Drake. So I'd have to settle on the other two. 
I don't know. I might I might take Kendrick too. It's a toss up for me. J. Yeah. Cole or Kendrick. I don't know. It's a toss up. Okay. All right. Um next thing. So this is one um that I know was going around Twitter a lot. And this is a tough one to ask because it's more of a visual thing, but it was one that I had a lot of fun with and I know I sent it out to our um house group chat of it was a lunchroom and there was three mm-hmm. celebrities at each table in the lunchroom and there were ten total tables and we had some pretty pretty fire lineups, if I do say so. The one that I thought was the, would be the most entertaining to sit at was table one, which had Coach Mike Leach of Washington State Cougars, Ellen DeGeneres, and then LeBron James. And so I just thought, I just thought that'd be a very interesting dynamic. You know, you got Coach Leach probably bringing up some UFO and alien talk. Um, you got LeBron probably shouting Taco Tuesday every now and again. And then you got Ellen just probably dancing, laughing at everything. But there were some really cool combos. We got The Rock, Popovich, Serena Williams. You got Beyonce, Steve Kerr, and Patrick Mahomes at one table. You got Tom Brady, Snoop Dogg. Um, what a, oh, I like table six, too. You got Kawhi, John Gruden, and Chrissy Teigen. Although I do find Chrissy Teigen pretty annoying. I just feel like John Gruden and Kawhi together is a pretty pretty entertaining conversation for a table. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We might, we might post this out on our Pig and Pop instagram story see what you guys think um but i know a lot of you guys saw this on social media so if you want to let us know which table you thought would be the most entertaining to sit at feel free to hit us up because i thought it was a pretty cool idea whoever made this um i thought it was pretty interesting so yeah anything else you got on that um yeah i mean i don't know i know that um you know there's there's a lot of celebrities and a lot of tables to kind of picture without seeing it for our listeners but um i'm glad that you brought this up actually because I think it is a really, really cool idea. So we'll have to post it on the Instagram page or something for them to see. But um, mm-hmm. if I had to pick my my top table, um, I, I would probably have to go with table one because it's Mike Leach, LeBron James, and Ellen DeGeneres. Um, and, you know, kind of like you said, that's just like an all-around dynamic table. Um, you get a little bit of everything there. Exactly. You get a little bit of everything. And then if I had to go with another table – um, there's another good one that I really like that is Steph Curry, Taylor Swift, and Nick Saban. Um, and I, Ooh, feel like, yeah. I feel like that one's yeah. really good too because Steph Curry is just like a great guy. I feel like I want him to be my best friend. Um, Taylor Swift, you know, I feel like every guy has had a crush on Taylor Swift at least for like a <laughs> point in their life. Uh, I, know, I know you have. Oh, for sure. And then you, you, you can ask Tony. T- Tony knows the. Uh, oh, I know Tony knows all about that. Tony knows all about the Taylor Swift crush. But um, and then Nick Saban too. I mean, I don't really like Nick Saban. I think he's just kind of a dick. But I mean, I don't know. I hear he has a pretty good looking daughter, so maybe he can hook it. Up. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, maybe he gets some digits. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, what on earth are they going to talk about at that table? I, I just I just don't know where that conversation would go. I don't know. All I know is that <laughs> Steph Curry is an all-around great person, so I he is. I put my faith in him to carry the conversation. And uh, <laughs> Nick Saban can just sit there and scowl at us, and it's, it's all good as long as he gives me his daughter's phone number. Yes, yes. Dude, honestly, I'm just looking at it. You can make a case for really any one of these tables. So I, I think we are going to have to post this on the Pick and Pop page. And I want to see what I want to see what our listeners are thinking out there because I have yet to hear one table that has received um, most of the picks. I think number one got a lot of attention, but I think it's kind of all over the board. So we're gonna have to go ahead and post that on our social media. For sure, for sure. So listeners, go ahead and um, check out our social media, our Instagram page um, for sure. After you're done listening, or right now, or whenever, um, take a look and then let us know what table you would sit at. And uh, Zach, is there anything else you want to bring up before we head to our first break? No, man, let's do it. Let's hear some music. All right, we will be right back. I laid all them busters down, I let my gad explode. Now I'm switching my mind back into freak mode. Now they got the freaks and that's a known fact Before I got jacked I was on the same track Back up, back up cause it's on N-A-T-E-N-E The woman to the G Just like I thought they were in the same spot In need of some desperate head But Nate Dogg and the G child were in need of something else. One of them names was sexy as hell I said ooh I like your size she said my chords broke down and just sing real nice Would you let me 
back, you guys. Okay, so as everybody knows, we like to talk a lot of sports on this podcast. So we are going to jump into some NBA free agency talk. So this has been one of the most wild free agency seasons the NBA has ever had. In my lifetime, it probably is the most wild. We've seen so many different moves. Um, and honestly, I think that's partly what makes the NBA so intriguing and has kind of set it apart from some of those other major sports is that during the offseason, it's almost as exciting as the actual season just because all these big players are constantly moving, um, going to different teams. Just here's some of the biggest offseason moves we had this summer. We had Anthony Davis going to the Lakers, um, Kawhi and Paul George going to the Clippers, Russell Westbrook to the Rockets, Kyrie and KD to Brooklyn, Kemba to Boston, Jimmy Butler to Miami. Um, So those are some of the bigger ones. And honestly, it just has really just totally reshaped the NBA. And it's, it's, You'll see here in a minute that it's going to be kind of hard to remember which team a lot of people play for. So we got a little game to play with that. But honestly, the whole outlook of the NBA is is very, very different going into next year. And um, I think it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I think this is I think this coming NBA season is going to be the most exciting season that we've had in a long (laughs) time. I mean, when you when you you really think about it, the Warriors and and the well, yeah, the Warriors and the Cavs. Um, have been in the finals almost every year except for last year. And There's the Warriors, four straight years before last year, right? Exactly. And so when Three you think least, about it, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it's like the last, like the last like eight or nine finals have either featured LeBron or the Warriors. And it's just <laughs> like it's just crazy that those like this one team and then this one guy have like just dominated the whole NBA for, the, for like the past ten years, basically. Um, yeah. And so I think this year there's a lot more parity throughout the league. There's a lot more evenness. I think there's several teams in each conference that are capable of winning the entire league. Yes. Um, so yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting to see and um I'm just I'm just excited for the season. I think this this will be one of the first years in a long time that I will actually be like excited to watch a regular season game. Me too, dude. And I heard somebody say on a podcast that uh the NBA is a lot more like the NFL now with just in the NFL, you really never know. I mean, there's always kind of the same teams, you know, are going to be good, but there's so much parity, and I think the NBA is a lot like that now. Right. Um, yeah, so let's jump into some who he play for. If you watch Inside the NBA with Charles Barkley, Shaq, and Kenny, you know that they play this all the time, and Charles absolutely sucks at it. I don't know if he's ever gotten a question right in his life, um, <laughs> but we are going to play that right now. So um, would you like to go first? You want me to go first? How do you want to do this? Um, well, I think, I think we should do it. Um, I don't know. I guess, I, I, I guess I'll guess first and I'll let you. You'll, you'll guess first. Yeah, okay. I will okay. Guess first. I, so how it's going to work is I am going to name off five different current NBA players and Jacob's job is to guess which team this person plays for. Okay. And we're going to see who can get the most out of five. All right. So number one, Quinn Cook. Okay, Quinn Cook um, played for the Warriors last year, mm-hmm. and I'm a big Warriors fan, and I've been following a lot of the NBA free agency news. Um, yes. So this one I do know, Quinn Cook now plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. Ding, 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 ding. One for one. All right, next. All right, let's throw yeah. it back to you. Um, so my no, no, no. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna alternate, or are we gonna go five and then you go? How um, do you want to do this? I say we alternate. Okay, I'm down for that. I'm down. Okay, cool. Um, sorry, so now it's your turn. Um, my first player for you is Malcolm Brogdon. All right, uh, yeah, so he played for the Bucks, and now he's on the Indiana Pacers. Wow, okay, you were pretty confident there. Good job. Good I, w- job. I was, I was. That one, uh, that one I knew right away, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about the other ones. Okay. Okay, going back to you. This one actually could be tough. This, this one could be a little bit tough. Okay. Um, Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock. Um, my last memory of him is him playing on the Pacers. Okay. See, I don't even remember that. But, <laughs> so you're, I, but I also feel like I remember him playing on the Lakers recently. He did that. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, so I'm thinking it's not the Lakers anymore. Um, man, that's tough. I have no idea. I'm I'm gonna say he's on. 
For some reason, I have a weird thing telling me to guess either the Miami Heat or the San Antonio Spurs. And I think I'm just gonna go with the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually he's actually on the New York Knicks right now. Oh, he's on yeah. the Knicks. Okay, so he's one of the random no names that they he's got since of, they didn't get KD or Kyrie it, or anybody it, else. Exactly, exactly. So gotcha. just to show you guys how legit this is, um, Jacob follows the NBA very, very well especially free agency. You had no idea where Reggie Bullock is playing. So you, you, you never know where these players are right now, you guys. Yeah. We could see we could see anybody in any uniform come next year. Yeah, literally no clue where he's playing. <laughs> but I yep. guess that's the name of the game. So It is. All right. You already have more points than Charles Barkley ever got in his life. So That's true, that's true. <laughs> All right, um, well, my second player for you is Alfred Payton. Oh, dear God. Oh, well, okay, I know he was on Orlando. And to be honest, I don't even know if he left Orlando. I feel like he probably did, <laughs> but I, I really couldn't tell you. For, I, for some reason, I got something, something telling me Pelicans, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with what I have more confidence with, and I'm gonna say he's still on the Magic. And. Oh, bummer. So, Alfred Payton is actually on the New York Knicks now. Oh, what? Okay. That's so funny. We picked the same team. All right. (laughs) This goes to show nobody cares about the New York Knicks. Facts. (laughs) But just so you know, here's a little piece for you. He did play for the New Orleans Pelicans, so you weren't too far off. Wait, when did he play? Was that last year? Uh, Yes, I believe he played for them last year. Yeah. Okay. And before that, he was on the Magic. All right. Yeah. All right, Alfred, trying to sneak one on me. <laughs> okay, this one, this one's interesting. Um, Matthew Delvadova, who he play for? Matthew Delvadova. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like he plays for the Cavs. Is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. Got it. Ding, ding, ding. He Let's does. Go. He plays for the Cavs again. He played yeah. from earlier in his career, and he's back on the Cavs. Wait, so where did he go to in between um, the Cavs? I want to say he went to the Bucks. Oh, I, you know, I, I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he might have gone to the Bucks. Yeah, that's weird because honestly, I, I just I just thought that he was, has always been on the Cavs. But now that you mm-hmm. say the Bucks, I do feel like he did play for them at one point. I, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. No, because he he did leave the Cavs because he was there. Like he pestered Steph Curry in their first finals. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. That was, yeah, that was a good one. But I am two for what? Two for three now? Two for two for three. Okay, yep. that's not bad. That's not bad. Not bad. Um, all right, let's see if you can keep pace. So my third player for you is th- this one might be tough. Um, I kind of feel like this th- this one might be um, kind of hard. But you're boning me with this one, aren't you? Yeah, I, I, I might be. Um, Anthony Tolliver. Oh God! Wait. Okay, he was on Detroit. I believe that is correct. <laughs> okay, well, obviously he's not in Detroit anymore, so... No, he's not on Detroit, so that, <laughs> he was, that, that he costs definitely out was one out of the 32 teams for you. <laughs> he, he was on Detroit. Oh, jeez, oh, man. For some reason, I want to say the Spurs, too. But I don't think it is. I'm not going to ask for a hint, because that's kind of cheating. Um... Okay, let's just let's just pull something out of thin air. So, what did I, okay? He's not he's not in Detroit. He's not in the Spurs. Um, dude, I don't. I really don't even know. I feel like you're just gonna pull a random guess out of thin air, and it's gonna be right. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, the Bulls. And <laughs> okay, who was it? He's on Portland now. Oh, okay. See, that is the last team I would have guessed. So, yeah, oh, well. Anthony Tolliver is one of those guys that's been around for like forty years. So, yeah, yeah. There's really no way to track where he is. You really, you really never know. Yeah. Okay. This one, um, this one you might get because it's a, it's a rookie. Okay. So if you, if you're watching the draft, you know where he got drafted. Okay. And I feel like you might. Um, Kyle Guy. Oh, Kyle Guy is on Sacramento. Good. 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 Let's okay. Go. Maybe maybe I, I served that one up to you too easy. No, three I mean, for four, not bad, not bad. So yeah, I'm, the only reason I know that one is because I'm kind of like you and I follow like the NBA rookie stuff on Twitter. 
Uh-huh. And like you said, they were just doing like the NBA rookie photo shoot like the other day. And so I, I saw a picture of him in a jersey, but that's literally the only reason I know that. So I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, not bad. You're you're at 75% right now. Not, not too shabby. Um, all right. Well, this next one um, is a player who was really good at one point and has kind uh-huh. of fallen off. He's kind of known for being a little bit overpaid. He's known for being one of those guys that has a really bad contract. Um, but he just switched teams this year, I believe. And that player is Chandler Parsons. Oh. Jeez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even thought about that name in so long. I know he, he went to Memphis for a little bit. Yeah. See, perfect. like, I know these I know these teams that, like, they were just on. Yeah. Um, and he just went to a different team. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he just went to a new team. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, well, you're going to get me pulling one out of thin air again. Chandler Parsons. Um, since since, uh, since there's only two players left for you, and, you know, since I think you're doing a little bit worse off than I am so far. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, okay. I will give you a hint if you would like one. Give me a hint. Just tell me what conference he's in. Okay. Um, Eastern Conference. No, I'm down. Narrows it down to 15. Yeah, that doesn't help you at all. But <laughs> oh man, yeah. Okay, okay. Give me, give me just like a region of the country, like, like, like nor- northern east coast, like Midwest, like um, south. He's def er, so this team is definitely uh, in the south. I would say. You would say. Yeah, I mean, th- like. I, like I don't think that you really think of this city as like a southern city, uh-huh. um, but like geographically, I like I'm pretty sure this city is in the southern. I mean, I know it's in the southern United States, but I wouldn't say it's like a southern city. If that makes sense, I don't know. If okay, that okay, well. it's either like I was thinking Charlotte, but then I was like, no, nah, it might be Atlanta. So I'm gonna go with Atlanta. Ding, 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 ding. Let's go! <laughs> that is correct. Chandler Parsons, Chandler Parsons now in the Atlanta Hawks. Good job. I did that without any help. I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, last one for you. Uh, Greg Monroe. Ooh, Greg Monroe. Well, I'm pretty sure he was just on the Bucks. Uh-huh. Is that right? Or um, I think I think he was on the Bucks. I don't know if he's still there. I, I mean, I, I feel like he's not there anymore. Or else he probably wouldn't be on this game. Um, I would say Greg Monroe. I kind of also want to say Portland, but I really don't know. But for some reason, I'm being drawn to Portland. So let's go with Portland. Uh, He's on Philadelphia 76ers, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sixers are a weird team now. I don't really know what they're playing. Dude, is, they have, I feel like they have so many like power forwards. Like Al yeah, Horford is a weird Al fit Horford on that team. Now? What is that about? That doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, Monroe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's really odd. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Okay. All right. Well, to tie it up right here. All right. This one, um, I feel like is pretty hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I, I might randomly know it. Like, I might just, like, randomly know it. Yeah. I, I feel like you might randomly know it. Um, so let's go ahead and try it out. Mike Muscala. <laughs> oh, wait. Mike Muscala. Dude, okay, wait. He was on the Lakers at one point, right? Is he on the Lakers right now? Uh, he's not on the Lakers anymore. But know. but but he but that, oh, that wasn't my guess. That was like me talking to myself. But I know I know I know I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're still in the running. But don't worry. Okay don't okay worry. okay. Um. Yeah, this, this is another one I just flat out do not know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of pull one out of a hat here and say Memphis. Uh, pretty close actually. He plays really? for okay. OKC now. Oh okay okay. okay. So okay. Memphis is not too far off on the map. Not too bad. Um, but yeah, he plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and that's and, and that's another team now that is just a bunch of no name random guys, a bunch so. of no names, and like maybe Chris Paul. Like I don't even know if he's gonna play, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, good game. Looks like you took the dub there, three out of five. Good work. Who you play for? Both of us are smarter than Charles Barkley. Long story short, <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun.
Um, cool. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else NBA wise? I have a couple last minute notes, but anything else you got? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was just going to quickly talk about um, the Gonzaga players in the NBA. Yes. Um, I know we're kind of running long on this segment here, but just real quick, I'll kind of um, talk about a few of the guys that are former Zags. So Josh Perkins, um, who was, you know, one of the all time great Zags, in my opinion, you know, he was there for five years. I think he's up there, or he might be the all-time assist leader. Is that right? Do I have that right? Mm -hmm. I think he is. Yeah, I think he passed Stockton, right? Yeah, Yeah, so I think he's the all-time assist leader. Um, Just a really good player for us, and he, you know, led us to a national championship appearance. Um, But he has made the roster for the Charlotte Hornets, which is um, really cool. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, something that not a lot of people were expecting going into this year. Um, Because Perkins kind of slid under the radar all year, wasn't on any draft boards. He went undrafted, but he somehow found a way to claw his way into an NBA roster. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's big time. I was super excited when I saw that. Definitely was thinking of him more as a Europe kind of guy. So I didn't I didn't expect him to do this. So shout out Perk. Yeah. Um, Another guy that we got, um, this guy is a couple years removed, but this is Nigel Williams Goss. Um, He actually did get drafted by the Utah Jazz. And then he went overseas and played um, in Europe for a while. And now he's making his way back to the, to the good old USA. And he's playing for the team that drafted him, the Utah Jazz. Um, and I believe he has um, he signed a contract with them. So shout out to Nigel. Uh, glad that you'll be back in the NBA. Yes. Um, and then a couple guys um, that were big time players for us last year on Gonzaga's campus were Rui Hachimura. He got drafted to the Washington Wizards um, early on in the draft, and um, he has shown really good things. And he's also been playing for the Japanese national team um, in mm-hmm. their training camps and stuff. So I think he has a really bright future ahead of him. And Popped off against uh, New Zealand the other day. Definitely, yeah. Rui, Rui, Rui's a great player, and um, I think you know we're only really seeing the ground floor right now. He, he has a long way to go in his development still. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of scary considering that he got drafted in the first, what, like 10 picks or whatever? He was so, nine. I think he was picked nine, yeah. Yeah, so he's got a long way to go, um, but it's all upward. And then another guy that was big for us last year was Brandon Clark, good old BC. Um, he got drafted to Memphis Grizzlies, um, and he actually had a really good summer league campaign. Uh, he was league MVP, I believe, and he was mm-hmm. also the um, finals MVP for the summer league. So um, he really showed out and made a name for himself, and uh, I think he has a bright future ahead of him also playing right alongside John Moran. Yeah, dude, that's going to be a fun combo to watch. I don't think they're going to get many nationally televised games. Um, just because there's so many other good teams, but I, I would love to watch some Grizzly games um, when I get the chance. So who knows? Maybe I'll get League Pass this year. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah. So Zags are looking really, really good in the NBA right now, and with some some of the new recruits we got coming in the next few years, I think we're going to have some more NBA players coming in the next few seasons. So Gonzaga as a whole is just doing very well as a program right now. Um, I got two more things to mention NBA wise. Vince Carter is 42 years old and he has announced that he will be returning for one more season in the nba which i think is just ridiculous a 42 year old man who can still dunk easily um has lost a little bit of athleticism but is still considered a pretty athletic player at 42 years old in the nba um and then the other guy similarly along the same lines as udonis haslam will be playing in his 17th season with the miami heat so he's been on the same team his entire career and is returning for one more season. And uh, people, a lot of people forget about this guy because he doesn't really play much, but he is still on the same team. He's been on all the championship teams that Dwayne Wade has won, LeBron was on. Udonis was, has always been there, and he's sticking around for another year. That's really crazy that, I mean, I, I've, I've definitely heard of, you know, Vince Carter coming back for another year. You know, he's mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, a, he's a Hall of Famer. You know, he's... Yeah. Uh, He's a dunk champion. He is just one of those guys that everyone kind of knows about. Um, but then you go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and you have this <laughs> random no-name guy who, like, looks really weird. He, like, has, like, a really weird face. He, like, has a fat mouth guard that always makes his lip puff up. And, like, yes. he just looks like a weird dude. Um, and his game is weird, too. His game is weird. He hits, like, mid-range jumps. <laughs> he shoots. 
shoots kind of funky mid-range jumpers and like that's it like who the hell shoots mid-range jumpers in the nba like that's probably why he doesn't play anymore it's because hey, he sh- hey, hey keep mid-range teams. alive though keep mid-range alive yeah i know you you are a big mid-range guy <laughs> I, need, so, I need my uh, mid-range i guess i gotta watch my mouth there but <laughs> dude yeah he's just a random ass player but you're right props to him because he's making a fat t- amount of money playing for the same team all 17 seasons yeah. and he's coming back for one last ride i mean honestly power to the guy yeah dude i mean i mean wade county like obviously Dwayne wade is just a god over there in miami but i, I feel like they got to give you donis you know maybe not a statue but but he's been <laughs> he's, i don't know if he's quite worthy of a statue but he's been there through the long haul he he's definitely a fan favorite so i can see why he likes sticking around um yeah that's that's all i got nba wise Cool. Well, I think that was a pretty fun NBA segment. Um, played, played a good game, talked about some zags. And uh, I think with um, that being said, we'll go ahead and hop to another break, play you guys some music, and we will be right back. I want to live good, so shit, I sell dope for a full finger ring. One of them go ropes. Nana told me if I pass, I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope, tossed and turned in my sleep that night. Woke up the next morning, niggas have stole my bike. Different day, same shit, ain't nothing good. In the hood, I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Needed the love of the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stop. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP. And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. Needed the love of the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stop. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP. And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, we're kind of toward the back half of the Pick and Pop podcast now, but we're going to hop into some quick NFL talk. Um, the NFL has begun its preseason. We are in preseason week two. Um, so as you can tell, NFL is really buzzing, really exciting because we're in the preseason. Um, just a lot <laughs> going on. We were really excited for this segment. Um, but yeah, <laughs> even though the, even though the NFL is boring as shit right now, we're still going to talk about it a little bit. Um, I was going to say, is there sarcasm in your voice right now, Jake? Yeah, <laughs> yeah NFL sucks right now, um, but we are gearing up toward a really good time of year, which is NFL fantasy football draft season, um, which I know a lot of people care a lot about. Um, so we're going to talk about that and then just some other general stuff about the league. Um, Zach, why don't you kick it off? Yeah, basically NFL sucks. So let's just keep talking about basketball. Um, just kidding. We'll, we'll we'll talk some NFL. All right. So um, just just doing some NFL research. I know a lot of you guys out there are probably really excited for NFL season to start, as are we. Um, so uh, talking about some of the favorites going into the season. Some of the same favorites we had um, last season. We got the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Saints. Those are kind of the top two teams from each conference that I think a lot of people are keeping their eye on as potentials for making their conference championships and making a Super Bowl run. However, there are a lot of other teams, as we mentioned, the NFL is full of parity. So I have a couple other teams that I think everyone should be watching out for as far as who will make the playoffs and, and make a run potentially in the playoffs. So the three teams that I wrote down for that are the Chargers, the Browns, and the Chicago Bears. So with the Chargers and the Chicago Bears, both those teams made the playoffs last year, um, but were both overshadowed by another team in their division. Um, with the Chargers, it was Kansas City, who had a breakout season with Patrick Mahomes, and then Chicago often gets overshadowed by Green Bay in their division. So both these teams made the playoffs last year, but both of them lost in their first game, and I think this year... They really have are poised for to make another run in the playoffs, and if they can get one or two playoff wins, what do you know? They're already in the conference championship. So I think these are te- two teams that are going to only get better from what they were last year, um, and they could be dangerous come playoff time. And then the other team I mentioned, the Cleveland Browns, they're really on everybody's hype radar coming into the season. Um, there's a huge bandwagon following them. They were the Hard Knocks team last year. Now they got Baker at the starting quarterback. They got Odell. Um, they got Landry, so there's really a lot of hype surrounding this team. Um, and yeah, so that's just, I think they are going to be good. So I think that's another team to watch too. What do you think about all, all that? Um, well, I think that's a really good list. Um, however, I think that you failed to mention the two teams that will be in the Super Bowl this year. Oh, let me guess. Um, and if, it, it, <laughs> if you would like me to um, you know, tell you who I think will be in the Super Bowl, then I am more than happy to do so. I, I can guess that one team has the color green, and they're called the Eagles. 
That is correct. The Eagles <laughs> will be in the Super Bowl again this year. Um, the Eagles are a great football team. They are my favorite football team, and every year I will pick them to make the Super Bowl, regardless of whatever is happening in the league. Um, but this year, this year is their year. Um, I know that they just had their year a couple years ago, but they're going to have another year this year because Carson Wentz is coming back fully healthy. There's no more Nick Foles, so he has mm-hmm. no other choice but to stay healthy because we don't have anyone else to fall back on now. Oh, okay. We'll see how that goes. So he's going to stay healthy. We have Deshaun Jackson, a great former Eagle, coming back to the city of brotherly love. That is exciting. That is pretty exciting. Um, so he's coming back. And we also still have Alshon Jeffrey. And mm-hmm. um, our running back situation um, is improved tremendously since last year. So... Um, I just think that this is our year to make it back. And then on the AFC side, I always make the same mistake every year. I never pick the New, the New England Patriots to make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm going to learn from my mistakes, and I'm going to pick them to make the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady is going to win it. Actually, no. no, 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 no. Tom Brady is going to lose it to the Eagles, and then he's oh. going to retire because <laughs> he's just done losing to Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. As an 85-year-old man, Tom Brady retires after losing to the Eagles. <laughs> That's correct. You got it. <laughs> I almost put them on here as top three teams to watch for, but I may have not, just to kind of spite you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's but, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Because I, I was, you know, if there, were, if you were in this position, would you put the Seahawks in the top three teams to watch for? Hell no. <laughs> well, first of all, hell no. Because I hate the Seahawks, but second of all, <laughs> hell no, because they suck this year. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I could see them making the playoffs again. They always find a way. So we'll, we'll just have to see about that. But um, yeah, Eagles. Eagles, though, to your credit, I think they are definitely a team to watch for as well. They're going to be. They're going to be good. Seahawks too. I do think. Um, although we've lost a lot of our core guys, I do think they could surprise some people this year. So now let's jump into for all you guys who play fantasy football out there. I just. Um, put some names together of all the people that are being rated as the top fantasy players going into this year. And as usual, we have a lot of running backs at the top of the list. Um, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, and David Johnson were kind of the top five guys that I saw consistently on a lot of different boards. So for those of you out there, just know that drafting a running back is still the smart thing to do in most leagues right now. Um, Yeah, are you excited for fantasy football coming up, Jacob? You know, I am excited for fantasy football. Um, this is another year where I will be the league commissioner of the uh, Lads and Dads Fantasy Football League between well, you, dads, myself, a couple of our other guy friends, and all of our dads. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's a good way for all of us to stay in touch and a good way for all of us to kind of keep that competitive edge and kind of uh, beat down on our fathers. So mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think it should be fun. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it again. I have not done any research whatsoever. So you are already looking like the better fancy after <laughs> right now. We'll see how long that lasts. It normally does not last long. But yes, I was going to say, give me a week or two. Give me some time to prepare. And uh, I'll be looking like a Hall of Fame GM out here. So Okay, just, we'll see. You Just wait, just wait. All right, all right. We'll, we'll keep the people waiting. Um, so next, let's get into Hard Knocks. I'm sure a lot of you guys out there have been watching that. Yeah. Have you gotten a chance to watch that yet or no? Yeah, um, I have watched. Oh, you did? So there's only been two episodes, right? Only two. Only yeah, two, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm all the way caught up. Nice. Okay. I was not, I thought last time I talked to you, you said you had not watched it yet. So I'm glad. Um, so I'll just kind of give a couple things that I've thought so far. Overall, I've been a little bit underwhelmed. I think, honestly, I really liked the Cleveland Browns hard knocks last year. And so I think that was kind of my bar going into this. And especially the first episode, I just didn't, I didn't think it was great. I thought it was a little bit awkward in certain conversations. And I thought they were kind of forcing it. Second episode, I think it got better than the first. Um, Gruden had a lot of a lot of more a lot more good one-liners, which is I guess what I was waiting for. I was kind of waiting for a lot of Antonio Brown and a lot of good Gruden one-liners. So we saw a lot of that in the second episode, which I thought was pretty funny. One was he was uh, really excited about this undrafted receiver, and he was saying, telling everybody how he was more excited to watch him play than he was to see his wife. And I thought that was pretty funny. He's like, I haven't seen my wife in weeks, but I'm more excited to watch you play. <laughs> man and then he said of course he's a man man at the end <laughs> um yeah so and, and that's just kind of a theme we see with Gruden is he definitely has his guys that he's very excited about and a lot of times it's guys that aren't 
well known by everybody. So he's got that one wide receiver, the undrafted. He's got the the third string quarterback, Peterman, I think. Yeah. He just gets very excited about. I I, I was gonna bring that up too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and it's funny. I was I was listening to the part of my take podcast today, and they were they were talking about how every time he says Peterman, and then he always says man at the end, so you get kind of a double man, Peterman man. (laughs) <laughs> I've not noticed that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so you, you always get Gruden's guys. You know, he's trying to build the team his way um, and get wins his way. So I, I, I think it's been interesting, but we'll, we'll see what we get the rest of the season with Hard Knocks. Yeah, you know, I, I'd have to agree with you so far. Um, this season has been really underwhelming. I'm really not a big fan of, you know, the the players that they've chosen to kind of follow. Um, mm-hmm. I I, like I think the I think one of the main characters right now is like a rookie defensive back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't even know his name, but he's just like not a good. He's kind of a, don't you think he was annoying in the first one? He's super annoying and like <laughs> he like he's not very likable. So like I don't yeah. I don't really understand why they chose him to like kind of center the series around. Doesn't really uh-huh. make much sense to me. Um, I I really don't know why they chose him, but um, you know I would agree that. We were really looking forward to seeing Antonio Brown on Hard Knocks. Yeah. And this is something that, you know, HBO can't really control. But, you know, he's been mm-hmm. injured and he hasn't been part of the show so far. Um, yeah. So it, it, it just sucks because he was kind of – I feel like he was almost the reason why the Raiders were chosen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he went there. And then also John Gruden too. But Gruden, yeah. You know, I mean – Gruden has had already a good like TV career. He's already kind of like a TV person. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they didn't really pick him for him, but I feel like they picked the Raiders for Antonio Brown. And unfortunately he hasn't been a part of the show really at all so far. Yeah. Um, but hopefully that'll change. Yeah. It's, that is interesting too, because there has been a lot of storylines surrounding Antonio Brown, yeah. which you would think, which in some ways has been good. I think for hard knocks, just having a storyline, but you haven't actually seen much of Antonio Brown himself. Yeah. It's just a lot of talking about him. So hopefully he gets, hopefully he sees a lot more airtime in season three. They had a preseason game tonight and I think he suited up. I don't know if he played, Got but I, I think that conflict is close to ending. And yeah, you were right. They, they are choosing to center on some interesting characters. Um, Funny enough, Hunter Renfro, the rookie out of Clemson, yeah. got a lot of time last episode. I know he's everyone loved him at Clemson. He was one of those guys that seemed like he'd been there for like 40 years. Yeah. Um, and now he's getting airtime on Hard Knocks. So that's that's always good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point that you bring up Hunter Renfro because you're right. He was kind of a fan favorite at Clemson uh-huh. um, because I believe he walked on to the team. Yeah, he did. And so he was really just not recruited out of high school, was a nobody, walked onto the team, and then caught the game-winning touchdown in the national championship. So yeah, from Deshaun Watson. Literally one of the greatest feel-good stories ever in all of sports for this kid. Yeah. And now that that's kind of blown over, I feel like there's not really that much special about him. Like, he's, <laughs> he's not really that good in the first place. Uh, yeah. And, like, he's not a good TV person either because he's just boring as hell. He was watch. boring, dude. He's so boring. And like, he was just the, he was just the guy that like Derek Carr was just talking to, and then yeah. and then <laughs> like Renfro would say like one word back or something, right. and then Derek Carr would just keep talking about stuff that we didn't really care about, exactly. like how he like talked to his wife's parents before he proposed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hopefully this season picks up, um, but you know you can't you, you can't win them all, as they say. Can't, so. can't win them all. Yeah. Well, that's all I got with NFL. So, um, if it's okay with you, I say we get to our last break and then we will have some final words for you guys. See you in a second. So we're going to do a quick outro here. Um, and as you all know, the 
really the backbone of our podcast is Gonzaga basketball. So we already talked about him a little bit, but I think we have a little bit more worth mentioning here. So most of the Zags 2019-2020 basketball schedule has been released, and I'm just going to quickly go over some of the big games we have, the big non-conference games. Uh, so North Carolina is coming to Spokane this year. I think that's on a Wednesday night, and it's like right after the kids get out of school. So that's a little bit disappointing. I'm hoping a lot of the students stay. I think they will, but you, we know that the kennel is just so different when students are there versus when it's not. And so I really hope that when North Carolina is in town, we got to show, show them the best we got. So I'm really hoping a lot of students hang around for that one. Um, Arizona is on the road. Washington on the road. Texas A&M on the road. So we've got some big road games um, as well as some home games. And then we are playing, playing in a tournament in the Bahamas. So overall, non-conference schedule is very competitive as always. We have had some player movement in this offseason. Ryan Woolridge, transfer from North Texas, will likely be our starting point guard this year. Admon Gilder, a transfer from Texas A&M, likely our two guard. So our starting backcourt is likely a transfer duo. So kind of a starting lineup prediction I like to do because, you know, I don't have a life, so I spend my time doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So I I had Ryan Woolridge starting at point guard for us next year. Admon Gilder at the two. Corey Kisper at the three, a more experienced guy. Killian Tilly should be the focal point of the team next year, probably in the running for WCC Player of the Year, starting at the four. And then this is kind of controversial. People have been having different players at this spot, but I had Philip Petrushev starting at the five. I think he's going to – he had a, a really good freshman year, I thought, and I think he's going to play really well in his second season. And honestly, he might leave for the draft after this year, knowing that he tested the waters this year. That's definitely a possibility. Um, and if that is the case, the second lineup would most likely be Brock Rivette at the one, Joel Ayayi at the two, but it would also play some point guard, Anton Watson at the three, really exciting freshman coming in, Drew Timmy probably at the four, another really, really exciting freshman. He was the highest rated player that we had in this new class. And then either, however you say it, Pavel Zakharov um, or Omar Balo, I think will be the starting or the second lineup five. And I think whoever doesn't, get that spot um we'll probably redshirt just knowing what the zags have done in the past and that we're just kind of loaded for next year and the year after um so i'd assume that one of those guys would redshirt um but yeah i think we got a good lineup going into next year yeah i would agree um i think this year is a little different than previous years because um in my opinion it's kind of almost like a assemble it's, it's, it's like an assembly of um like role players, I guess. Uh-huh. Like I don't really think yeah. that we have a star on our team. You're right. Um, Tilly is probably the closest one to it. Yeah, and, uh, and, and he's even more naturally a role player, I think. Right, right. I, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, he he was a star um, two years ago. I think uh, he had a really big role um, a couple years ago, but injuries mm-hmm. have hindered him quite a bit in the most recent past. Um, and I think now you're right. I think his most natural fit is as a role player. So um, I think this year will be different in the in the sense that we won't have anyone who's like nationally well known. We, we won't, you know, get the respect that we have gotten in the past because we won't, um, you know, be like killing teams like we have in the past. I like. I, mm-hmm. I, I still think we'll have a really good year. I think we'll win our conference. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think that we'll be blowing teams out by 40 like we have been in the past. Um, yeah. I think this year will be a little more competitive. But, yeah, I would agree with your entire starting five lineup. So I think you mm-hmm. hit it spot on there. Yeah, I think you're right. And I'm honestly most excited to just to see these freshmen and just see if they really live up to the hype. Because this class, and especially the following class, yep. um, has gotten a ton of hype. So it'll be interesting to see how good these players are, how long they stay um, when they decide to go to the draft. But... There we go. There's our little dosage of Zags Hoops. We had to get it out. Um, other than that, we don't have a whole lot left. I just wanted to give two quick shout-outs. Um, one was just to a few podcasts I've been listening to. One Shining Podcast is by far my favorite podcast right now. For those college basketball fans out there, go listen to it. They talk college basketball. Um, that is basically the main thing they talk about. A few things here and there, but it's really, really, really well done. Super funny. I find myself laughing most of the time. So they, they really present the content in a really a really fun way. Part of my take, I'm sure most of you guys will listen to that through Barstool Sports. Um, then my last shout-out is to my former high school basketball teammate, Tony Miller, who has just committed to Washington State. 
uh, to play basketball for the Cougars next season and is eligible immediately. So he sat out for Montana last year, and he will be on the Cougars roster this year. Really excited to see him play. Um, he's definitely a D1 Pac-12 talent, so I'm glad that he finally got to where he should be. So shout out, Tony. Yeah, shout out to your former high school teammate. That's an awesome accomplishment. And uh, I'll mm-hmm. definitely have to keep an eye out for him as we proceed into the college basketball season as well. So Yeah, yes, good, for sure. Good little uh, piece of info there. All right, guys. Well, um, I think we will leave you for now. Um, just so you guys know, in the future, uh, Zach and I will be trying to put out one podcast every month. Um, and that podcast should be put out. Uh, on a Sunday evening or afternoon. Um, I'm going to try to put them out on Sunday consistently. Um, it probably won't be the same Sunday every month, but um, we will try to get something to you guys once a month. I, I know in the past we've done once a week, but now that you know we're both out of school and we're both you know kind of getting into the adult teen type of life, uh, <laughs> we don't have as much time on our hands. But the good thing is now that we do have uh, a little bit more of a break in between episodes, we will be able to really focus on planning for each and every episode. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. And in the future, um, we'll try to plan some more fun stuff for you guys as well. Um, anything to add before I close out, Zach? No, I'm, I'm good, man. That was a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Well, this is Jacob Phil signing off for myself and Zach Oates, my co-host. We will see you next time. Peace. So back me down in the pain. I can't wait no more. Cause it's about a quarter past three. And sure days I mean, I got the Bentley Ballet. And I'm just outside of Jersey, past the Palisades. And I love to see that some boots and shades.